Hello, guys. Welcome to episode four of Alex Serves It All. I'm so sorry that I've been a little MIA. If you are here for my TikTok, you know that I am very busy uh, taking down chilies. And that's exactly what we're going to talk about today. So I decided that I want to make an episode really uh, just summarizing my whole uh, uh, Expose the Pepper series. So if you guys have been on my TikTok, you know that the very first episode of my series is from May 18th, 2021, which is very funny because my birthday is May 20th. So, you know, going into my birthday with a bang. So during that episode, or that episode, well, that video, I went ahead and said, you know, this is why Chili's is going under. Um, actually, I said, this is why Chili's sucks and it's probably going to uh, going out of business soon. And you can't sue me for slander when it's true. So I went ahead and just started listing, you know, a few of the reasons why I believed that Chili's would be going under. And I mentioned how, you know, a couple of my friends uh, got fired because they had pulled the mask down to have a drink and it wasn't an alcoholic drink just some water behind the bar and they supposedly got fired over that i have reason to believe that the reason that they got fired was because a new gm came in and uh didn't like them so he just fired them and you know that really put a fire under my ass because i was really really irritated with uh what i was seeing corporate doing you know it really just seemed like corporate really didn't care about people. Um, you know, I saw how they dropped the the menu prices with the three for 10, you know, where you can get the the uh, starter, you know, chips, soup or salad and a drink um, and an entree for all just $10. And it was really, really, really hurting the server's income. Uh, so I really was not a fan of that. Um, you know, and then they, they bumped up the two for 22 to the two for 25 and added a dessert. So, you know, it's like, oh, okay, it's an extra three bucks, but we're actually doing extra work. And as opposed to people just adding an extra dessert for, you know, $8, now it's only $3 and it's extra work for us. So there was a lot that was wrong, you know, that I was seeing while I was there. So I just really want to do a recap of everything that is wrong with Chili. So here we go. All right, so let's start from the beginning. I started working at Chili's in 2016 and I ended up getting like over a TikTok video in uh, 2020. But you know, when I first started there, I actually loved working there. I thought it was great. I had friends that worked there for years. I thought it was just a great place to work. I had a lot of fun. I loved my managers. I loved my staff, my coworkers. It was great. Um, but you know, I started seeing how little corporate cared. Uh, when I first started there, I had heard that corporate had let go of about three quarters of corporate of you know headquarters and they just let them all go because they were making obviously budget cuts because apparently the ceo really needed more money on top of that they let go of the area director um our area director which everybody loved i remember when i first started there he was praising me for a guest compliment that i got and i was like that's crazy like that you know i haven't really gotten that before from an area director that was really nice um everybody loved him his name was andy everybody thought he was great and um you know he, they just let him go without a care in the world now i have reason to believe that the reason that they were letting go of so many people that had been there for years is because they were making too much money and you know how it is you know once you have a big you know, somebody else comes in. The new CEO, uh, Wyman Roberts, came in in 2013. And of course, you can't just come in and clean house right away. That would make you the villain of the story. But here we are. You're still the villain of the story. Um, 
but you know you you take step by step to start changing things into how you want it so you know he waited a few years before really making big moves and in 2016 he went ahead and let go of pretty much everyone everyone that was actually really doing well so um you know that was the first red flag that i saw and i thought wow okay they they really don't really care about their employees that much you know um on top of that like i said they did the the menu changes with the three for 10 and the two for 25. And, you know, I remember they sat us down and we had a meeting. Um, we had a meeting for all of the staff at Chili's. We sat at the bar and they put on the TV, uh, you know, this video from corporate headquarters and being like, Hey guys, like how exciting you're getting the three for 10. And of course they try to make it seem like it's this great thing. And you're going to have so many more people coming in because it's so affordable. It's so great. And, you know, I know what you're thinking, you know, you're, you're, checks are going to be lower but don't worry you can you can upsell you know upsell those margaritas you can do this you can do that and it's like you know once you lower your standards you just can't raise them again you know and you have these people coming in that are cheap and it brought in a different clientele and it really really affected the server's money um you know, we went from making, you know, $200 a night to, you know, making 150 or $100. And that's a big, a big, big jump, especially as, you know, somebody who I was living on my own and I had bills to pay. And, you know, obviously I had this job and I, and I could live comfortably. And all of a sudden they cut our money down and you're just like, okay, uh, how do you expect me to pay my bills now? Um, when you're cutting a lot of money out of my pocket. So that was something that, that really, I really didn't like, but again, I really liked the people I worked with and, you know, I was comfortable there and everything, but it just kept getting worse with time. So in that first video I talked, you know, I mentioned a lot of the points that I've already talked about. I also mentioned about the cook's wages being dropped from $20 an hour to minimum wage. And I talked about the sexual harassment allegations that had been brought forward to HR from staff members about management. And instead they decided to keep management and get rid of those you know, victims that came forward. Um, and boy, I was not ready for what was to come with the amount of comments and messages that I got on, um, that video. I mean, it's insane. I got so many comments of people being like, I took you know, my issues to HR. They did nothing. I was sexually harassed. HR brushed it under the rug. They did nothing. And dude, the amount of comments, like I have over 1500 comments on that video with, uh, 46.8 thousand likes and I think over 300,000 views. And it is insane. The amount of comments that I got of people saying that, they were sexually harassed by somebody at Chili's brought it they brought it to HR and HR did nothing about it and that really set a fire under my ass I mean if you thought I had a fire under my ass before wow um when I was reading the comments of so many people that came forward and Chili's did nothing about it I was like oh you've got to be kidding me and that is what really launched off Expose the Pepper. I was not ready for the Pandora's box that it was going to open. I was not ready for that, but I am so glad that it did. And, you know, two days later, Chili's commented on that video and said, we'd like to share these concerns with the team members relations team. Please send us a DM to our Twitter account with your contact details. Thanks. 
And um, my second video was responding to that. And I was saying, oh, wow. So I guess all I had to do was make a video that went viral to catch your attention, huh? What about all these women that came forward about sexual harassment allegations? They didn't catch your attention, did they? And I went ahead and showed some screenshots of people that had come forward and had gone to HR and HR did nothing about it. And that is what really started the whole snowball effect that came that is now exposed the pepper so of course i showed those uh you know screenshots of the sexual harassment but then on video number two of exposed the pepper i went on to talk about the ghost kitchens um and now remember this is back in may of 2021 and a lot of people didn't even know what ghost kitchens were and i had originally started talking about ghost kitchens back in october of 2020 and people still especially didn't know what ghost kitchens were so in may of 2021 i really got on the train of trying to expose the ghost kitchens because um, I'm not an idiot, okay? And I see that this is free labor. A lot of people say, well, you know, it's working under the same corporation, so it's essentially not free labor. Now, oh my God, and the people, the people who have never done it are the ones who love to, to talk the most. I swear the people who have never done it always have the most to say. Um, okay, so the issue was that Chili's opened up the ghost kitchen of It's Just Wings. And the way that I found out about this is because the, I was working in the California location. So as you guys know, I, well, some of you may know, I transferred from Florida to California in the summer of 2020. And when I got to the California location, I noticed that they were, um, had this ghost kitchen it's just wings and I was like what the heck is this now I wouldn't have really known that much about it had I not been working to go but because we were on lockdown and we were only doing to go my shifts were to go shifts usually I would be serving so as I'm working these to-go shifts, I have people, you know, DoorDash drivers coming up asking, hey, I have an order pickup for It's Just Wings. And I was like, what the heck is It's Just Wings? I asked, you know, some of the coworkers and they were like, oh yeah, it's the, uh, you know, this deal that Chili's made with DoorDash. And I was like, okay, I thought it was like a limited time offer type thing. But then, um, you know, you know, give it a shift or two and I'm looking around and I'm saying, wait a minute, these people are working for free because this is a whole essentially a whole different menu now honestly I think they were just using the same wings but just different fries and they also had fried oreos and you got different sauces and you got a drink with it so it was actually a lot of work I mean I watched them had to separate you know um they had a tape down the middle of the countertop on the line where we were boxing everything up like this is for chilies and this is for it's just wings and I'm like okay so essentially this is two separate restaurants that people are working for without any extra pay and I just had this outer body experience where I'm seeing people just working like dogs and not making any extra on this and I'm thinking wait a minute why are the why is the cooks why is the kitchen staff doing all this extra work and not getting extra pay for this and why is the staff the to-go staff doing you know bagging up all these orders getting all the sauces I mean it's a lot of work you guys like I saw them you know having to prep out all these extra sauces because it's just wings has like 10 different sauces or something so they had to prep out these sauces they had to do the fried oreos they had to do the fries they had to get the drinks ready they had to get the wings and i'm like why the fuck is everybody doing this for fucking free this is free labor and nobody was seeing it that way and i'm just like this is not okay what is going on so that really started you know now a whole other series of you know ghost kitchens and we can go ahead and get into that you know on another episode and get deeper into that but that really was something that I was not happy about because I said, okay, so wait a minute. So now Chili's and DoorDash cut a deal where they can make this extra money 
by using the same staff that they already have at Chili's at no extra pay. This is exploitation. I mean, this is ridiculous. How are these people not seeing this? So, you know, I'm thinking there's no reason that the employees should not be getting paid extra for all this extra work while Chili's, Brinker, and, you know, uh, DoorDash is getting all the profit. And the CEO was worth $49.1 million in April 14th of 2021. So he really didn't have reason to be exploiting his workers like this without paying them anything extra. They 100 percent deserve to be paid and oh my god from there it just keeps getting worse so the other thing that i noticed while i was working at chili's in california was how fucking high the tip out percent was so in florida i was tipping out one percent because i was only tipping out the bartender now granted i was doing a lot of work uh, like pretty much six jobs for the price of one at server pay which was about five dollars in florida i was you know i was i was a closer and in our florida location it was first in last out so i would go in at four and i would be done by 11 obviously i wouldn't be done by 11 but i would we closed at 11 and then i had to do my side work so when I got there at four, there would not be a hostess until about 5.30. So for the first hour and a half, I have to play host. And then the host would get cut around 9 to 9.30. And so for the last hour and a half, I would play host as well. So there I'm also doing two jobs now. We also, same goes for the to-go specialist. So for the first hour and a half and the last hour and a half, I'm pretty much doing to-go as well. So now I'm hosting, doing to-go and serving. On top of that, we didn't have a food runner. So I'm running all of my own food while running oh let's not forget that Chili's doesn't have a limit on how many tables you can take so I could be taking a party of 15 along with seven other tables while running my own food playing host doing to go oh and what else busing because we also didn't have bussers I would have to be busing my own tables and I would also have to be expo which means I would be training up all my own food nobody was training it up for me so I am doing all this at the measly cost of five dollars an hour I was very overworked and underpaid, but at the end of the day, I thought it was okay because I was getting to keep all of my money except for the 1% that I had to tip back to the bar. Now, I don't agree with the 1% being uh, overall sales. I think it should have only been on alcohol sales and maybe made it like a 3% on alcohol sales or something like that. I don't think that it is fair. You know, there was there was times where I would work a lunch shift and I had no alcohol sales. You know, nobody wanted to drink alcohol in the middle of the day. And yet I would still have to get the bartender. You know, if my sales were $500, I would have to give her $5 for what she did nothing you know? So, so that's stuff that I don't agree with. I did not like that. I remember one time I was supposed to give the bartender $5 and I gave her two because I thought, you know, the bitch didn't do anything for me. Why am I going to give it to her? But, um, my manager ended up calling me and said, Hey, you shorted her $3. And it's like, I wanted to be like, well, that's because she actually didn't do anything. And why would I just give her $5 just for showing up to work? But that was the system. And that's what I had to do. So, you know, at the end of the day, it wasn't too bad. You know, let's say my sales on a good day were, you know, $1,000, maybe $1,200. I would have to tip out $12. Not a big, not a big sacrifice. Now, I moved to the California location and my tip out went from 1% to 5.5%. Now, if you guys work at a restaurant, you know how high of a tip average that is for a place 
where the price per person average is extremely low. The price per person average means how much a person usually spends on average at a restaurant. And at Chili's, uh, with the 3 for 10 and the 2 for 25, I can assure you that the price per person average was around $10. So to have to tip out 5%, 5.5% of my sales to the staff at Chili's when I am barely scraping by with the tips was insanity. So... So like I said, in Florida, okay, I have to tip out 1%. So my sales are $1,000 and I'm tipping out $10, okay? Now, I moved to California and my tip out goes up to 5.5%. Do you know how much I am tipping out now? $55. 55 out of $1,000 in sales. I have to tip out 55 and that was in 2020. It is now in 2022. It is currently at 6.5%, which means that the servers are tipping out $65 out of their tips. It has gone so bad that people are paying out of their own fucking pockets to pay this tip out because people are not tipping that well. Okay. Let's say that people are actually tipping 20%. Okay. Let's say that, you know, the guests at Chili's one night decide to all leave 20%. That would be a miracle. Really does not happen. But let's just say that they did. So if I had sold $1,000 that night and I made 20% of my sales, I would have made $200. Amazing. Okay. Now I have to tip out 1% of that in Florida. So I'm tipping out 10 bucks. I still walk with 190. Not bad. I'll take it. You know, I worked very hard for this. Like I said, I was doing so much. Now in California, <laughs> I have to tip out $65, so I'm walking with 135 That is $65 that I could have used towards a bill, towards a, you know, a phone bill, towards car insurance, towards my rent, towards anything. That is money that I'm giving away to everybody else. Now, the difference between California and Florida was that there was quote-unquote extra help. Okay, um, now let's talk about what the extra help was. Okay, so I was tipping out in California. I had to tip out the, <laughs> okay, we'll get to the, the cooks and we'll talk about that. I had to tip out the expo, the QA, which is the person, you know, training up the food. I had to tip out the food runner who was running the food. Um, who else did I have to tip out? I wonder, I don't remember if they had a bus or not. But anyway, the point is that it was way too many people to be tipping out for uh, really no help. So the difference in California and Florida was that the California location was was way more advanced in the process that Chili's wanted to go in. Um, compared to Florida. So in Florida, we would take orders on a notepad and we would go ahead and, you know, take the order on a notepad, go to the computer, put it in. And that was easy because especially if you have a large party and they decide, actually, we want to change our mind. We don't want the chips. We want this instead. We want that instead. Actually, can you change my side? Can you do this? Can you do that? You know, you just scratch it off on your notepad. Go ahead and plug it in and plug it into the computer once you for sure have verified everybody's orders. When I got to the California location, they had these tablets, which were like iPads, and I would have to take the order on that, and I would have to walk around with that fucking thing, and it was so annoying. They never worked properly. They're never charged properly. They're always glitching. I would be at a table trying 
to take an order and it would be glitching it wouldn't be taking the order properly it would be dying and not only that people would be like oh um, I want to do the two for 25 so you know I go into the tablet I open up the two for 25 option and I start putting the order in and then all of a sudden they say actually I want to change that to the three for ten so now I have to go to the three for ten option and change that and the issue is that with the food runner system that Chili's has implemented in these now in every store it's in every location but at the time was only at select views so what would happen is that you would put in the order in the tablet and then you would send it right away to the kitchen and then the food runner in the back is watching the screen and seeing the orders and starting to get everything put together for the orders to bring it out so the issue is that you know the idea is that Chili's wants people to um the servers to be engaged with the guests you know they want the servers out on the floor at all times and that way you can take double the amount of tables as if you weren't already taking way too many tables and you should be but um they want you to take more tables and if you have a food runner you already have somebody helping you and then they bring it out to you now I remember being at the Florida location and somebody had said that they had been to a very busy um like arena location where they had this system and she thought it was so cool she was like oh my god they all wear headsets another annoying thing but they all wear headsets and then they would put the order in this tablet and then while I, she was taking my order the food runner was bringing stuff out it was so efficient it was so quick I think that that is a good idea at busy locations like that I think if you are a college town I think if you're next to an arena I think if you're in a tourist town I think if you're somewhere that you know is constant traffic you may need that type of system you know because you need to keep up with the demand I think that's great I don't think that that is something that should have been put in every single restaurant because there are locations that are not as busy you know take for example the location that I was at in California it was not busy enough for that type of thing now granted I was there during COVID so who knows if you know during before COVID it was a good thing now I think that a lot of people were used to the system and didn't see anything wrong with it, but I don't think that they realized how much money they were really losing. There were times where I was tipping out more than I was making. And a lot of people, if you have watched my Expose the Pepper series, have said that they had, you know, gone into the negative. And if you go into the negative, it just comes out of your paycheck. So the issue with the food runner system, or not just the food runner system, but the issue with the tip out system at Chili's is that it is a mandatory tip out you don't get to pick and choose you know um hey this person didn't really run my food today I'm not going to tip them out this much this person didn't really bust my tables today this person didn't really do much today I'm not going to tip them out no 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 Chili's makes sure that eight uh 5.5% 6.5% whatever it is is automatically pulled from your money Okay, so you don't get the option, you know, and you say, hey, I only made 10% tips today. I don't think that I should have to tip out this high amount because I'm going to essentially I'm paying out of pocket to pay the rest of the staff. I didn't make this money. And they go, I don't care. (laughs) I do not care. Um, Not my problem. You are responsible for paying the rest of the staff. Now, let's talk about the cook's wages being dropped. So in uh, 2020, at the end of 2020, in December of 2020, the Trump administration made it legal that as long as everybody was making minimum wage, the cook's could in the back of house you know cooks and dishwasher and so on could get tipped out by the servers so what do you think of course Chili's is going to take advantage of that they are based in Texas and they think that oh well the servers in California they make $13 an hour at the time that was the minimum wage oh well they make $13 an hour they can afford to tip out the back of house I mean who cares like they they're getting paid hourly you know our servers here in Texas are making $213 an hour what is the problem they can afford it okay 
the cost of living in Texas, maybe now in 2022, everybody's cost of living is skyrocketed because of inflation going up about 7% nationwide. But let's talk about the cost of living back then. The cost of living, in, especially in 2020 with COVID rates, um, Texas was extremely cheap compared to California. And so when they're sitting here being like, oh, the servers can tip out the cooks, it's fine. They're getting paid hourly. They're not thinking about how high the cost of living is. They're not thinking about the, how high the taxes are. Not only do we have federal taxes, we have state taxes in California, whereas Texas does not have that. So there is a lot that they did not take into consideration. Of course, they didn't. They don't care about the employees. But there's a lot that they didn't take into consideration when they should have been taking into consideration. They're, in the state of California, everybody has to make at least minimum wage. Okay, there, even if you're a server, even if you are a tipped employee, you must make minimum wage because the cost of living is so high here. So to sit here and try to think that it's justifiable to have the servers making minimum wage and then taking their money from their tips to pay the rest of the staff is not okay because now nobody is really making any money. Now, with the cook's wages being dropped. Of course, they jumped on that train because the Trump administration made it legal. So they went ahead and dropped the cook's wages from $20 an hour to minimum wage, which at the time was $13 an hour. I spoke to a manager at the Chili's that I worked at, and he told me that the cooks were not on board. They were not on board for this. They did not want this to happen. They wanted to protest it. They were making great money. You know, cooks that had been there for 15 plus years quit because of this. And Chili's did not care. So... A lot of a lot of the cooks quit because of that. Now, another thing that I had heard is that the reason that Chili's had to drop the cooks' wages from twenty dollars an hour to minimum wage was because a lot of the locations were going to close, or go bankrupt, or go under, or whatever the case may be, because they couldn't afford it. They could not afford to sustain themselves at that high of wages. Now, <laughs> I find that interesting, considering that the uh, CEO Wyman Robert uh, his. Uh, net worth was a $49 million. So, you know, maybe if you just gave them a little extra, they could afford it. Um, but you know, God forbid a CEO takes a pay cut. So, oh man, it was pathetic. It was really, really pathetic when I found all this out. And, um, I think it's disgusting and I think it's deplorable. So, with my Expose the Pepper series, of course, you know, the word started getting out, the video started going viral, and I had so many people come to me. So many people come to me with their stories of chilies. You know, there was people that came to me that worked there 20 years ago, 15 years ago, 10 years ago, that are still working there and had so many stories to tell of how much the company has changed, how well the company was doing before, how well they treated the employees, how much they cared about them, and how amazing and how great it was to work there. And then, you know, they slowly started seeing all these changes and um you know some of those changes were you know oh when you worked a double uh back in the day you would get a shift meal um you know and they really took care of you and you know they did all these events together but you know that kind of stuff doesn't happen anymore and then I had people coming forward and saying you know I was sexually harassed all this stuff happened to me I went to HR about it and they just didn't care you know um so Many people told me that they went to HR and that HR claimed that they were doing an investigation and it was an open shut case. Nothing really got investigated. And they said, oh, well, thanks for coming forward. We did an investigation. It looks like we've concluded our investigation and that's it, you know. And so the person felt like nothing got resolved. You know, the managers didn't get fired. The cooks didn't get fired. Whoever it was that sexually harassed them or was bullying or harassing them didn't get fired. And it just seemed like it was a hopeless case. 
it seemed like, okay, well, I might as well just keep my mouth shut and just move on to the next job because nothing ever gets done. And that is the general consensus of so many people that work in, you know, restaurants, not only restaurants, but just in any corporate job in America here. It's horrible how much these jobs get away with and they do not care about the people. So, when I was sitting here getting these messages over and over again, you know, this happened to me, this happened to me, this happened to me, and nobody cared, nobody listened, nobody cared, nobody listened. Do you really think that I was going to just sit there and keep my mouth shut? Of course not. How could I? I'm a person with fucking a heart, okay? I, I'm, I, I'm pathetic, and I have compassion, and I feel for these people who who complained and brought and came forward, had the courage to say something, and it all fell on deaf ears. And it is so sad that this is happening and that, you know, Brinker really just doesn't care about the people. And as you guys know... Brinker tried to reach out to me. Um, you know, the person that tried to reach out was Kristen from Team Member Relations. She is the uh, manager for Team Members Relations, uh, senior manager, something like that. And, um, you know, she tried to reach out to me. She sent me a text message being like, oh, this is Kristen. I'd love to talk to you. She called me and I was just very clear with her. Hey, Kristen, um, I don't care. <laughs> so, so she sent me, she first called me, um, about two days later from the, the initial, you know, them responding to me. So it was on May 22nd. And she said, this is Kristen from Chili's team member relation. Please call me back at this number. I said, I don't work for Chili's anymore. I don't feel the need to talk to you anymore or uh, any to you or anyone from your company. Thank you. And I pretty much just made a video about it because of course I'm going to put them on blast. Like you're crazy to think that I wouldn't. And, um, and I did. And of course, you know, a few days later, tried again, you know, I think it was like a week later, she tried again. She did try to uh, get me to talk to her. And her text message said, Hi, this is Kristen from Chili's Team Member Relations. Um, I've seen a few of your videos regarding Chili's. We certainly do not tolerate this type of behavior you are describing in our restaurants. We want to do whatever we can to get to the bottom of this and we'd like your help. I can be reached at and then she listed her phone number and I said you know Kristen I understand you are only doing your job and trying to protect Chili's image but these are cases that have already been reported and gone ignored it seems like now the only reason that you're reaching out is because they are being shared publicly if you truly want to make a difference I recommend you go back into your files look into all the allegations that have been reported to HR I'm sure since you are a huge corporation, you have everything documented, so it shouldn't be too hard to find. Until then, this is the only way we can get the word out and make sure these women are heard. There is no more information I can provide for you, and I ask that you please do not contact me again. Thank you. And her response was, thank you so much for your response, Alex. We take all complaints and allegations of harassment very seriously and fully investigate each one lies if you have additional information or details that you believe we have overlooked please forward them at your earliest opportunity and we will look into them immediately thank you for your time and have a great weekend <laughs> and i said it is not my job to do your job for you Kristen. it is sure not now I, ha I I'm pretty sure that Kristen is like the head of the team members relation uh, HR. That's what it says. Senior management. That seems like it is the highest, uh, you know, the highest 
position there. Uh, there may be somebody above her that is unbeknownst to me, you know, and I do feel bad that, you know, Kristen is the one that has to be the face or the name, the name really, because I never showed her face, but the name that is being associated with this. And, um, you know, some people have said, and I'm sure Kristen thinks that I am bullying and harassing her as she does like to get my videos taken out for bullying and harassment. Um, but as I've made it clear, you know, it's not bullying and harassment when uh, I am just informing the public of the truth. Also, when it is public information, uh, you know, I went on the LinkedIn and I was looking over her job description and all I did was go through and just talk about how, you know, the the inaccuracies of what was going on with her job description. And, um, you know, she tried, she did get one of the videos taken out for bullying and harassment. Every time that I make a video, she would try to get it done for bullying and harassment. Now, Kristen, the issue is that I am not doxing you. I never put your face and I never said your name, you know, um, I never put your information, you know, uh, it is public information. If you go on the Prinker LinkedIn, it's very easy to find who you are. And I never put your phone number. I never put any information except for what is publicly made on LinkedIn. So I think that if you don't want people to know that you should, uh, maybe remove yourself from LinkedIn. I don't know what to tell you. So I think a lot of people get it mistaken. What is bullying and harassment as opposed to what is informing the public and the informing the public is, Hey, this is the person who is in charge. This is the person who people have gone to to report sexual harassment allegations or whatever the case may be to HR. And this is the person who turned them away and said, case is closed. There is nothing we can do. Good luck. So tell me how that is bullying and harassment. I don't see that as bullying and harassment because um, I'm clearly more self-aware and knowledgeable and smarter to know that that is not bullying and harassment just because I'm sharing public information. If it makes it look like bullying and harassment to you, maybe you should change your actions. Um, you know, it's it's sad that these people are out in the world and have families. And I pray to God that, you know, their families never go through something like this because I would hope that uh, they would be treated better and they would have a better experience if their family members ever went through something like this and and even themselves, you know, even themselves because nobody's safe. <sighs> so again, I uh, just want to make it clear that me talking out on all this, none of this is bullying and harassment. You cannot bully and harass a corporation. I know that, you know, my video of the CEO also tried to get taken down for bullying and harassment. Also, again, not a, I cannot bully and harass uh, the CEO for just, you know, letting everybody know what he was saying at the shareholders meeting, which again, was, uh, isn't adding up to what's actually going on in the restaurants. So there's so much. And again, we can still get into that later on. Um, with my expose the pepper series, I went on and I talked about the Chili's survey scores. So with the Chili's survey scores, what would happen is that, you know, the Ziosk that is on the table at the end of that, a survey comes up. And unless you hit excellent and the highest satisfied, highly satisfied, you know, most excellent score you can, that all counts against you. So you would, uh, you know, you say, oh, you know, the food and, and by the way, the questions on there aren't even all related to the, uh, server. They're not all related to the server. You know, they could be, um, did somebody greet you at the door? How was the food? Was the food hot? Was it to your liking? You know, it's like random questions that have to do with the overall experience. But for some 
reason, they only affected the server. And so, you know, even my own dad one time went in to eat and I said, hey, dad, fill out the survey, make sure you hit excellent on everything. And he started hitting like, oh, mediocre on things. And I said, what are you doing? And he said, well, the pasta was okay. I didn't really like it. And I said, well, I don't care. You got to lie and say that you did because this counts against me personally. And he was like, what do you mean? And I said, this score determines if I get my schedule next week. They play with your with your income, okay, with your livelihood with these scores. If you were not at the top of the list and got the best scores, you get your, your, you know, you get bad sections, you get your shifts taken away and that messes with your income. This is ridiculous. We are people. And not only are we people, but these surveys don't even only represent our our capability of how we did as a server. It has to do with the overall experience. Why is it only affecting me and my schedule? It is predatory and it is completely unfair to use these surveys as a way to punish the server or reward the server because it has not it's not only based on us and it is just so disgusting that so that this company does this and thinks it's okay. Oh, you're at the bottom of the list. You get no shifts today. You better perform better. You better perform like a little monkey or you don't get to pay your bills and you don't get to eat. That is disgusting. And the companies should be ashamed. The ones that do this, it is uh, ridiculous. On top of that, you know, we were always out of something, you know, it's called being 86. So we were always out of something at Chili's. And a lot of the reason was because, you know, management gets a bonuses, gets bonuses um, when it comes to labor costs, when it comes to food costs. So if the labor, if the, you get an allotted amount of labor and uh, labor hours uh, and that matches up to labor money, if you go under that, then that money essentially goes to the management and they get a bonus because they were under budget. You know, so they go ahead and they understaff so that they can get a bonus at the end. And the same thing goes with the food. Oh, well, we don't really need to order all that. It'll be fine. Like maybe, you know, if we we probably won't be that busy. So let's just go ahead and order what we can and it'll be fine. And then guess what? You're out of everything. One time we were out of mushrooms, waffles, root beer, ribeye, bone and wings, steak fajitas, ice cream, avocado, and salsa. Can you imagine being out of salsa at Chili's? Can you imagine? Do you know the things that I had to go through for how ridiculous the people were? How upset these people were because we were out of salsa. It was horrible. And these are things that, you know, oh, well, we just didn't order enough. And guess what? All that misordering ends up going back and rewarding the managers money in their pocket. And you know what? The managers aren't the ones who have to deal with the clientele who is upset at the fact that you're out of everything. The manager, oh, well, the manager hides in the office. Well, me, the server, is the one who has to sit here and face the music. I remember every Tuesday being like, great, now I have to, because uh, Tuesday afternoon we would get the truck, and Tuesday morning I would work for lunch. And every Tuesday I had to tell these people, we were out of the corn, we were out of this, we were out of that. And they'd be like, every every week you're out. And I said, I know, I don't know what to tell you. The managers just aren't ordering properly. It is embarrassing so embarrassing but you know I don't blame them for trying to take a little extra money because 
everybody's getting screwed here, you know? So what happens is when the CEO is screwing everybody over, everybody under them screws everybody under them. So it is a domino effect. And this is why it matters to have a good CEO at the top who cares about the people, because if you care about the people and you take care of the people, those people take care of the people below them. And it is a positive domino effect. But when you have somebody at the top who is selfish and only cares about themselves, that is a domino effect that results in negativity and toxicity and abuse and exploitation. And that is exactly what is happening at Brinker International. Let's move on to the fact that a lot of restaurants got rid of the gratuities. So as you know, a gratuity is a a, a tip that is left. And, you know, before 2013, um, Every restaurant had, you know, this gratuity added of uh, either six or eight people and it would be an 18% gratuity and the server got to keep a tip for large parties. And it's great because large parties are a lot of work. And, you know, half the time we would have to share the large party with another person. When I worked at Olive Garden, we would have to share any party over eight, you know, with someone. Actually, any party over seven. So party of eight or more, I had to have two servers on. And it sucks because you're doing all this work and, oh, because you need the help. You need the help. I don't need a help for an A-top. I really don't need the help for a party of eight. You know, I might need the help for a party of 20. Sure. And even then, if you're a good server, you can handle it. But, you know, and, and it's ridiculous. Like, it's places like Olive Garden. It's like... <laughs> I only have three tables per section. I can handle a party of eight, but these places, I swear the people that become, you know, make these rules up at the head office are people who have never actually done the job because they come up with the stupidest rules that make absolutely no sense. And it's honestly, it's just morons up there. So, so they take away the IRS decides to get rid of the automatic gratuities because they say, okay, like they give the, the choice to the restaurants. They say, if you want to pay the taxes on this, because it is essentially a mandatory, um, you know, tip. So it is now a, a, a part of the wage. It's not just, you know, oh, a voluntary tip. Now it's mandatory. So of course the, um, the the restaurant said absolutely not absolutely not you think i'm gonna pay for taxes for these these little scums of the earth the servers absolutely not so of course they get rid of the automatic gratuity now at chili's it is known for large parties lots of people like to go there for you know the school dances the football teams the drama you know theater the church events the uh you know teachers love to go there and have some drinks i mean it is always a big party a big crowd at chili's you know for the deal so it's not like a type of place that people weren't going there that wasn't full of large parties you would think that they would want to take care of the staff but no they absolutely did not want to take care of the staff and they went ahead and got rid of automatic gratuity so there were times where I would get absolutely zero tip for taking care of these tables so I'm sitting here taking care of these parties of 30s for free actually I'm paying out of pocket because like I said I have to pay back money to the help now in in Florida with my one percent to the bartender wasn't too bad like I said but at most restaurants you're tipping out way more than that and you have to tip out like all of the other help that has helped you and now you're paying it out of pocket so I am essentially paying to serve you now I understand that tipping is not you know uh, it's a very controversial subject which we can get into that in another another um episode of my podcast but the society that we live in 
when you go out to eat and you enter the doors of a restaurant, you have agreed to a social contract that you are agreeing to tip your server. Okay, I don't care what your opinion is on it. That is what you are what you should be doing and what you're supposed to do because the the way that this society works is you go out, you get served, your server doesn't really make much money, you tip them. That is the social contract. If you don't like it and you don't think you can afford it at the time, then you can't afford to go out to eat. Period. It's really not that difficult, you know, and a lot of people get mad that I say that, but it's the truth. If you cannot afford to add a 20% tip to your food, then you are one of those people who cannot afford to eat and you are more than welcome to go through a drive-thru. You're more than welcome to go up to a walk-up counter. You're more than welcome to order to-go and still you should tip on to-go as well. And um, you're more than welcome to go to the grocery store and cook your food at home. But do not go to a restaurant with a large party and not tip. That is that is, you should be embarrassed. You should be extremely embarrassed. That is disgusting behavior because the person served you. They worked hard. They did it. Everything that they could to make you happy. Slaved away for an hour to two hours for you, for you to just spit in their face and give them nothing. And I don't care about the argument that the employer should pay them because as you can see, these restaurants are toxic and they will do anything for slave labor. They don't care. But when you enter the doors of a restaurant, you have agreed upon a service to receive a service and you should you are agreeing to tip that server. So when I was at Chili's and I was taking all these large parties and I was getting nothing for them. Wow. Uh, it was it was hard. It really, really was hard. Now, if you guys go through my Expose the Pepper playlist, um, I have so many episodes of, you know, the sexually assaulted, sexually harassed people that came forward and that HR did nothing about it. So, honestly, I suggest you guys, you know, go through and look at that. Obviously, I don't have the time to share all those stories on here, but I just want to let you guys know that to this day... It is now March 2nd, 2022. I started this in March, I mean, in uh, May 20th of 2021. And I am still to this day getting messages of people coming forward. And that HR and corporate did nothing about it. And of course, so many people started coming forward talking about the working conditions of Chili's as far as like, you know, how they were made to work without breaks, how how disgusting the kitchen was, how the food was microwaved. I mean, it just there was so much that started coming out, you know. And of course, people were worried for me. Oh, you're going to get sued. You know, be careful. And honestly, I think the reason that they haven't come after me legally is because I have so much evidence stacked against them. I have so many people supporting me, so many people behind me. And, you know, Chili's, if you're listening to this, you know, it would be the death of you if you tried to come after me. Honestly, I have lawyers that are waiting for the day that would love to go to court over this because they know that what I'm saying is correct. They have, they, there are lawyers that have talked to so many of the past employees that have come forward with their stories. I have screenshots of everything. I have video recordings. Um, I have voice recordings, so much abuse that has gone on. And honestly, it would just be, it would really be the downfall of them. And I have told people if they try to come after me, I will go public even more than I already have. I will 
uh contact all the news outlets and i will make sure that everyone knows about this and i'm already doing that with my expose the pepper series and so many articles have been written about it but i will not stop until this company is held accountable this company is extremely abusive and exploitative and does not care to this day keeps doing it and keeps treating its employees worse than i ever thought that they could and do not care they do nothing about it you know as i'm making this podcast i'm going through my expose the pepper series because i want to make sure i cover everything but honestly guys i don't know if i can cover everything i think i'm gonna have to like probably make two episodes because there's so much to talk about like honestly there is so much to cover the way that servers are treated not only at Chili's, but at pretty much every restaurant, they're treated as replaceable. So then why were we considered essential workers during COVID? Why why were we an industry that had to work? We had to work. I can understand grocery stores. I can understand pharmacies. I can understand the hospitals. I can understand, you know, emergency first responders. Why were servers and restaurant employees made to work during COVID? So we were considered essential. We didn't get the time off like everybody else got. And then now that the industry is falling apart because of how abusive and exploitative the industry is, now everyone wants to bitch and cry and moan about it. And then they say, oh, you don't like it, get another job. You don't like it, get another job. But you were crying when you, you know, you're crying because there's nobody at the job that you want to get your food at. And then they say, oh, well, this isn't... (laughs) This job isn't for, you know, anybody anybody over the age of, you know, whatever high school age or if you're a felon. That's really the only people that should be working at restaurants. But then if the service isn't good, then you cry about it. I mean, there's no way to please you people. There really isn't. Not you guys. Not, not the people listening to my podcast because obviously you guys are cool. But these people that are just so ignorant, they are so ignorant. Okay. And let's say that a job a job should only be for a high schooler, which it shouldn't because, okay, so who's going to do the job while they're in school? Let's be real. But let's just say they, some people say, oh, these people don't deserve to make a living wage. What is wrong with you? What is wrong with you? I mean, honestly, there's got to be like a lot of brain cells missing in your brain to think that somebody should never have to make a living wage. That is sad. That is sad and that is pathetic and that is disgusting. You should be ashamed of yourself if you think that people don't deserve to make a living wage. You don't know what these people are going through. You don't know if they're living at home. You don't know if they have to support their family. You don't know if they are on the verge of homelessness because of, you know, their parent has fallen ill and they are the ones supporting the family. You don't know. You don't know what people are going through. And for people to sit here and be like, oh, well, I get a better job or, oh, well, this is for high schoolers. You are, you are ignorant. And I can tell that your soul is so young and so dumb that you have to live this life many, many times before you grow and evolution has failed you clearly. Um, and you have so much growing up to because you are so, so mentally behind, you know, being, you have no empathy, you have no compassion, you have nothing inside you for for you to say things like that it's 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 you know it's hard not to argue with those people but it's like wow you really can't argue with stupid you really really can't um so there's really a lot that I could still cover you know we can talk about the walkouts um as far as people not paying and then servers having to be held responsible for that um which by the way is illegal but they will try to do that for sure um you know we can talk about how um, the chilies got, um, 
you know, pretty much had to had sued, gotten sued because of an arbitration clause that they had put in their applications. And it goes against the National Labor Board. Um, man, there is just so much. Oh, yeah, there's also deep cleaning on server wage. You know, they would make people deep clean the restaurant on server wage, which is also illegal. They would make people clock, clock out. And, you know, do side work off the clock. Again, also illegal. Um, Oh, my gosh. There is just so much that I can cover, you guys. And I honestly, I would love to have a a guest on here and that has worked for Chili's who would love to talk to me about all this stuff because there is just so, so much that we can cover. I mean, as you guys know, I have my whole Expose the Pepper list uh, playlist. I would love for you guys to go check it out. Um, if you guys want to know all of the tea, there's about 200, 200 videos on there and they just keep going. As of right now, I have even videos in my drafts. There's just so much tea that, <laughs> that it just keeps coming. And I know that Chili's isn't not happy with me. <clears throat> I know that Chili's isn't happy with me and what I'm doing, but I don't care. I don't care. I really, really don't care. I don't care if they see this as bullying and harassment. I don't care if they have to deactivate their social medias. I don't care if they have to go into the witness protection program. I don't give a fuck because these people are predatory. These people are abusive. These people are exploitative and these people who work at corporate i swear to god have to have absolutely no soul and no heart because how can you work at a corporation that does this to people that treats people this way and you continue to work there for a dollar these people make money their god these people value money over people as i always say chili's motto is profit over people. Chili's does not care about the people. They do not care. They will do anything, anything for a dollar. They are desperate and they are the scum of the earth. Honestly, they really, really are. And, you know, this podcast is where I can finally really say things without getting banned off TikTok. And I just want to say that um, Chili's deserves everything that I'm doing to them and so much more. They deserve to be held accountable because so many victims have come forward and Brinker has not given a fuck. And if you work at corporate and if you're listening to this podcast, I feel bad for you and I hope that when you go to sleep tonight, you think if that was my daughter, if that was my son, if that was somebody that I truly care about, and even if that was me, would I be okay with how these situations are being handled? Would I be okay with the fact that these people are being abused and exploited? Would I be okay with the fact that these people are working for free? Would I be okay with the fact that these people are paying out of pocket to pay the rest of the staff? Would I be okay with the fact that these people have come forward with harassment, bullying, and sexual allegations, and we did nothing to protect them? Would I be okay with the fact that these people are just trying to get by and instead they are being fired for speaking out? Would I be okay with that? Because you are you are okay with that. But would you be okay with that if it was somebody that you personally knew? And if the answer is yes, I suggest you, um, I don't know, go see a, a priest, go have a come to Jesus moment, go do something, have a spiritual awakening because you need it. You really, really, really need it. It is sad that this is the world that we live in right now. It is sad that this company allows this kind of behavior. And this is me being nice this is a nice version 
of you know what I want to say what I really want to say is you deserve everything that comes your way and you're fucking pieces of shit and it comes to the earth and I can't believe that you would ever associate with a company like this that abuses people like this and treats people like this and you should be embarrassed for yourself and everybody in your family should be embarrassed for you that's really what I want to say and I'm glad that I have this platform where I can let that out. And honestly, you know, the more comfortable I get with this platform, the more I will be speaking my mind as if I don't already do it on TikTok. But, you know, on my pod- on my podcast, I can't be silenced. But right now, I'm kind of in a good mood. Because another one of my videos just blew up talking about you. And every time they do, I get happier. Because more and more people are learning the truth about you. And I can't wait until this company completely goes under. Because you deserve to. You really, really deserve to. So I'm going to go ahead and wrap this up. You know, we're coming up on an hour and I don't want to make these too long. But if you guys are interested, I'd be more than happy to make a part two. And I would be more than happy to have some guests on here that have worked for Chili's, you know, for several years or whatever the case may be. That have stories that they want to share. I'd be more than happy to have you guys on. I appreciate you guys listening. Thank you so much for listening. Um, thank you so much for your support. Like I said, if you guys really want to know all the tea, make sure you go through my Expose the Pepper playlist on TikTok. It's Alex Surf's Tea. I appreciate you being here. I appreciate your support. And let's keep sticking it to the man and fuck these guys. They deserve everything that comes their way. So thank you so much for listening. And I will see you guys next time. <laughs>